This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hello and welcome to Betting Weekly Extra Time League, our show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. With me, Rob Daly, Steve Wiss, and James Eastham, as uh, always. Boys, we've just had a midweek round in Liga, and it's been pretty good in terms of the picks. We sort of have improved our, our points total as well for the season, but we had some funny ones in there, including you, James, <laughs> uh, all in on Montpellier, and uh, they got thumped at Nice, but of course there were mitigating circumstances. Yes, Rob. I feel cheated, Rob, with this pick. <laughs> I feel absolutely cheated. So I backed Montpellier to um, on the Asian handicap away at Nice in midweek. Um, we needed them to avoid defeat uh, to get a profit, and they lost six one. Uh, so yes, comedy, comedy <laughs> defeat for the pick. Although the reason I say I feel cheated was we filmed the show when Lucien Fav was still the Nice manager. And yeah. in my defense, most of <laughs> most of my thinking on opposing Nice was that they were really struggling under Lucien Fav. What happened the day after we recorded? They sacked him. They appointed Didier Degard as um, interim manager, and he's totally changed the vibe at Nice. I watched his press conference when he was announced as manager. It was probably the best debut press conference I've seen from a new manager ever. Totally chilled out, really relaxed. Big smile on his face, said everything was fine. Don't worry that we're struggling a bit at Nice. Everything's going to be okay. Exactly the same body language on the touchline against Monaco, against Montpellier, sorry, uh, in midweek, and they won 1 6 1. So, yeah, got turned <laughs> over there. Slightly a timing issue, but I suppose the lesson from that is we might now actually going forward see a very different Nice, at least while Didier uh, Degard is in charge. So, yeah, that would be something I think to take into account. Absolutely. And Steve, um, you're keen to point out every single point you're you're getting this season. Yeah, I was in profit slightly, plus uh, 0.12. Uh, I was very pleased to win with the uh, half unit pick on uh, Ramster Winter Nil. That delighted me. Very disappointed that PSG scored after six minutes in the first half. And then and didn't again. Yeah, I, I, I know. was gutted for you yeah. there, Steve. That's just really disappointing. That is, but uh, going back to James's uh, loss on um, on Montpellier, there, you might as well. It's the same as losing two nil. I remember I once had a pick in mm. the Norwegian league on a team draw no bet at home, and they lost six nil. But they might as well have lost one nil. A loss is a loss. It's one point loss. That's all it is. Yeah, and we move on. And James in profit for the round. So true. That's all that counts. Exactly. Yeah, we good, can't. Good point. We, we can't worry about it too much. Okay, let's have a quick look at the. Uh, Bet Rivers weekly handicappers league table, and uh, we are still 
top of the pile and increased uh, the points as well to plus 12.89 for the season. A fine return on investment as well of over 10% for the year. So the season, uh, so we march on and it's a busy uh, show this week because um, the guys normally sort of overlap. James and Steve, if you see the show a lot, they normally do end up on similar similar thinking, which always warms my heart. But this week, um, they've spotted different things in different games. Seven matches we're going to try and do uh, in this week's show. So look, let's start with the, the sexiest of the fixtures. I think it'd be safe to, to argue. It is Wren against Paris Saint-Germain. It's fourth versus first. PSG with that sort of 2-0 win against Angers, relatively uh, safe game. Messi returning and scoring uh, in that one. And Rennes suffered that that big blow, a late defeat at Clermont. Uh, James, so what is your thinking for the first pick of this week's show? My thinking for this game, Rob, is that PSG are are well worth backing to win. Uh, they're short prices to win, as you'd expect, even though they're away from home. So the pick is on PSG minus one on the Asian handicap, which is available at plus 100. So if PSG were to win by a single goal, you'll get your stakes back. If they go on and win by two or more goals, uh, then you'll make a profit. And most of this pick is about Ren rather than PSG. Now, I'm normally a big fan of this Ren side. I think they, they've got top three potential this season. They're well organized. They're well managed. And they've got a lot of good players. It's all about the team news for me, Rob. Um, for those that don't know, Ren normally play in a 4-4-2 system and the wide attackers in that system are really, really important. You normally have Martin Terrier on the left wing and you have Benjamin Bourigeau on the right wing. So just to give you a couple of stats on those players, Terrier last season scored 21 goals from that left wing starting position. Sometimes plays up front, but normally on the left wing. And he's already got nine goals this season. On the right wing, Benjamin Bourigeau, one of the best set-piece takers in the French League. He had 12 assists last season, and he's got four assists this season. So that 4-4-2 system going forward absolutely hangs on those two wide players and just how um, efficient and effective they can be. Both of them are missing for this game. Martin Terrier, regular listeners to the show might know, or those that follow League One, has been ruled out for the remainder of the season with a very serious uh, injury. Huge blow for Wren. They might buy a replacement in the window, but it's not happened yet. And on the right wing, Benjamin Bourgeau suspended because he got sent off in midweek. Wren without those two players, Rob, become a completely different side. Far easier to defend against because there's far less quality going forward. And we know they're an attack-minded side at home often. We know they do have goals in them normally, but so much of it is down to those two players that my feeling is for PSG to be facing Wren without those two wide players in the Wren side, it becomes, for the visitors, a completely different game. Um, and the second thing, really, on the team news for for Wren worth bearing in mind, they do have a problem at centre-back. They cannot find a regular centre-back partner at the moment for Arthur Teat, who always starts. The second position is a real problem. They've got various uh, players competing for that second spot. Nobody is convinced um, Omari played there in midweek. He got sent off, so he'll be suspended. And that lack of stability, you can get away with it in some games in League One, but you can't you can't get away with it against PSG. And I think, you know, PSG, again, at the other end for them in attack, have got a real chance here because we've got instability uh, in the Wren uh, defence. So they're the two big factors for me on this game, Rob. It's the Wren attack, which is far weaker than they would like it to be, and problems at centre-back. And PSG, we think, 
will have all three players available up front. Mbappe missed the midweek match. He was still being rested, having been on holiday last week. We think he'll be back and used in this game. So for me, the team news is pointing strongly here towards PSG. Martin Terrier's injury, I know, has disappointed a lot of betters out there. I know people who back him blind every week to score any time. So that is, uh, that's going to be a disappointment for a lot of people. Do you know what? I, I, if this match was played two or three weeks ago, I think I would have been on over three goals. But now I actually quite like the under in the game. It's weird, isn't it? I think Bruno Genesio is going to come up with a defensive game plan. It is worth mentioning PSG have a bad record at this ground in recent years. It's a tough place for them. But I can't really argue with James's assessment with the team news. It does look like a good time to be facing Wren. Um, so I could see this being um, maybe a 2-0 type win for PSG. Um, I think it'd be quite a tight game. James, that pick again? Yeah, that pick, Rob, is PSG minus one on the Asian handicap, and it's available at plus 100. Okay, very nice indeed. Okay, let's move on to our second game. Steve, this is one of your picks this week. Lille versus Trois, seven versus 13. The draw for Lille uh, against a relegation-threatened Brest in the week. Trois suffered that 2-0 home loss to, let's face it, an absolutely rattling along Marseille at the moment. Uh, what have you seen here? Lille minus 1.25 Asian handicap at plus 100, Rob, is my pick for the game. This was actually a fixture last weekend in the Coup de France and Lille beat Troyes 2-0. Okay, I think the lineups will be different for, for this contest for sure, but they dominated that contest. And, um, you know, it's interesting with Lille. They've now had seven straight games under two and a half goals. And um, the what, the pick I deservedly lost in the midweek round was the nil-nil against Brest. And I think the one thing that probably has gone under the radar is Lille's defence has vastly improved recently. I'm not sure why, Um I need to look into it, but maybe it's a system change or, or something. But they suddenly look a lot more reliable at the back. And that suddenly brings in the 1-0, the 2-0 score for Lille in yeah. games. Before, you always felt they were going to have to probably score two or three goals to win a game of football. But now they can they can win 1-0, 2-0. And um, I really like uh, them against Troyes. I think they've had a tough week, Troyes. Um, Marseille absolutely battered them, really. It could have been more than 2-0. And I don't like the new managerial appointment for Twa, I must say. Patrick Kisnorbo is uh, the new boss, the Australian. And I think the only reason he's got the job is because of his links to the City group. He was the manager at Melbourne City, uh, won two titles down there, uh, league titles anyway, and a playoff. And I've got nothing against him as a coach. I'm sure he's a very good coach, manager. But I think it's a really tough fit. He, he come over here from Australia and he didn't speak a word of French. He freely admitted that. I mean, hopefully, at least he can say bonjour now, but um, I've got a feeling he might be saying au revoir at some point, maybe even this season. <laughs> There's Steve's <laughs> line for the week, James. There it is. It's, <laughs> um, it's um, I don't like it. I think you've got to be really, it's really hard for foreign coaches to come into Liga, in my opinion. I've seen several good managers down the years. I include guys like Mick Bielsa in that. I think it's a tough league to come in. He's the first manager of Australian nationality to manage in the top five leagues. Um, so I think it's going to end in tears. It's a bit of a cutthroat club, is Troyes. Mm. So I don't like that appointment. I don't think Troyes are particularly great anyway. And uh, they're two, plus 250 to get relegated. I think that could be a bit of value, by the way, long term. But Lille, I think, will be too strong here. Minus 1.25 Asian handicap. If they only win by one goal, we're just losing half the stake here. But I think... 
2-0, 3-0 to Lille. I think they dominate the contest. Suddenly, I'm a lot more confident they can keep a clean sheet. So I, I really like the home side to dominate this one. Very, very quickly to add there on Toi, Rob. Um, Kiznorbo, I agree with Steve. I have my doubts. He is changing the style of play at Toi. The players have talked openly about this. He wants them to be a possession-based side. That's something they've not been really in recent seasons. And a couple of the players have said, have said, yeah, it's difficult and it will lead to mistakes because they're having to switch almost overnight to a new playing style. And I'd question whether they've got the players to do that. So I'd look out for a few mistakes as well from Toi um, in this game and in the weeks ahead. If, if you don't have the players to do it and it's the middle of the season, you try and implement that system. It's, it's disaster mm, time, isn't it? You can have... I it is. don't think it ends well. I don't. Right. Uh, Steve, that pick again. Yeah, Lille minus 1.25 Asian handicap at plus 100. Okay, the one game that the, the two of you do overlap this week, and it's a half pick from Steve, and we'll get to that in a minute, is uh, Monaco versus Ajaxio, 5th versus 16th. Uh, Monaco, we we talked about how they were struggling, uh, and they had the, the embarrassment in the cup as well. Hmm. 93rd minute equaliser, head of goal from Wissam Banyeda, managed to save a draw at L'Oreal. Terry Moffi scored, Steve. Didn't they? So again, so always yeah, worth, I should have had the, worth I should have the, had the conkers. Mm. Didn't have the conkers for the any time. Plus but, two um, ten, he was. Yeah, it's always worth looking at, isn't it? With Moffy, I mean, he's he's really delivering mm. this season. Uh, Steve also said he wouldn't touch Monaco anymore. I'm pretty sure you said <laughs> so. He's involved in that. So we'll we'll work out what the on earth is going on in his mind. Uh, but James, you first. Yes, Monaco at home to Ajaxio in this game, Rob. And I'm back in Monaco, minus one point two five on the Asian handicap, which is available at minus one hundred and five. Uh, so if Monaco win by a single goal, you'll lose half your stakes rather than the full stakes. If they go on and win by two or more goals, then you'll make a profit. Monaco should be winning this game. There's a huge difference in quality between Monaco and Ajaxio. So I'm fairly confident they will get the three points. The question with the pick that I've gone for is, will they push on and win by a second goal? And yeah, I'm I'm not hugely confident they will do that but I think that the chances of them doing it against Ajaxio are better than they are when they face most sides at home for the simple reason Ajaxio's attack is so poor it's very difficult to see Ajaxio scoring against teams like Monaco who are in the top half um, Steve had a winning pick um, on Reims in midweek backing them to uh, win to nil against Ajaxio they're always a great bet Ajaxio to not score so if they're not scoring the chance of Monaco winning by a couple of goals rather than just one goal obviously increase and I was quite impressed by Monaco in midweek actually they they drew 2-2 at Lorient and as you said they needed a late with Sam Benyeda equaliser to get the point but I thought their attitude was really good they did bounce back pretty quickly um, from that uh, defeat in the cup when they lost at home to a second division side. I thought they were, they were at the game. They conceded two goals in, in, in quick succession when they uh, they lost a little bit of concentration, I thought, against Lorient. But they played well in the first half. They were at it from the start. Um, so I think on the back of getting a point in midweek, which I think they deserved, even though the equaliser came late, I think they'll go into this game against one of the weakest sides in the division. Um, pretty upbeat, actually, and thinking they will win. Uh, so for that reason, I'm happy to back them. And just a very quick word on Wilson Benietta, Rob, um, just to give him a bit of credit, actually. He came off the bench to score uh, that late, late equaliser against Lorient in midweek. Over the last 12 months, Benietta has found himself on the bench a lot at Monaco, where he's a senior pro, he's a great goal scorer, and yet he's he's often relegated to the bench and almost used as an impact sub. 
Um, he's lost his place at the moment to Ben Sagir, who is this very talented teenager that's broken onto the scene at Monaco. Looks a great prospect, but it's a difficult situation for Ben Yedda. He also, we shouldn't forget, missed out on the World Cup squad for France. He was never a strong contender to get in, but he's played a lot of football for France, so that will have been a blow for him personally. And yet he continues to deliver for Monaco. Uh, great pro to have at the, at the club. Comes off the bench and scores, often scores when he starts games. So this pick as well is a lot to do with Ben Yedda and the form that he's been in, because if Monaco are to push on and win by more than one goal, then you'd think that Ben Yedda will probably be on the score sheet. So yeah, that pick is Monaco, minus 1.25 on the Asian handicap at home to Ajaxio, and it's available at minus 105. Yeah, my pick for the game is Monaco to win to nil. I'm already breaking my rule of not getting involved in Monaco games uh, after one one match, but rules <laughs> are there for breaking. Um, you'll have an under on me on the next show at this yeah, rate. Yeah, I was um, about to say. Um, look, if I've just backed Rams to win to nil against Ajaxio. So if I'm willing to do that, then I definitely should be willing to take Monaco to Winton and Winton at plus uh, to one thirty-eight, which I think is it's a similar it vibe to James. Really, I mean, it it, it, it shouldn't be plus money. Yeah. yeah, only a half unit on this because it is a Monaco game. But uh, Ajaxio are so poor offensively that if Monaco win, I think it is to nil. They had a zero point zero four xg against Toulouse in their last away game. They offered absolutely nothing. What does it didn't that often... even look like, club. What is that chance? <laughs> it's terrible. Um, probably not even a chance, isn't it? Just like no. a long range free kick or something. Yeah. They offered very little against Rams, 0.8 XG. I think they did hit the woodwork once. It was a, but they, they're generally not creating much. Even if Monaco sleepwalk their way to, to a win here, I think it is to nil. So, very briefly, uh, plus 138 half units on Monaco were uh, to win to nil. Okay. You guys have done the recap there nicely. So uh, we need to, we've got 10 minutes to go. We need to rattle through the final uh, few games. So I think we should go to Angers versus Clermont next. And uh, James, this is you. 20th versus 9th. Angers coming into this after that narrow loss at Paris Saint-Germain. And Clermont surely buoyed by that late winner against Rennes. Yes, so my pick is on Claremont here, Rob, uh, on the draw-no-bet market. Claremont draw-no-bet at Angers is available at plus 111. Angers are favourites to win this game, and I think there's no way on earth of justifying that. So just to give you the prices, Angers to win are plus 148, and Claremont to win are plus 196. So Claremont are the underdogs here, which is why, and I think that's wrong, and that's why the draw no bet comes up as a great pick. So just to give you a few facts on why Claremont should not be the underdogs here. First of all, Claremont are 11 places and 17 points above uh, Angers in the standings. So they've taken almost a point a game out of Angers across the season so far. Second reason why Claremont shouldn't be underdogs, Angers go into this game on a 10-game losing streak. So they're not even drawing matches at the moment. Um, they're, they're losing matches. I think they're two games away from equaling the all-time League One record for consecutive losses. Ooh. So real problems there. To go from that sort of form to winning a match is a huge leap. Um, even though I think it's a bit harsh, actually, that they've lost 10 on the run, I think they probably should have had a couple of draws there. I can think back to games where they probably deserved a point. But it's obviously terrible form. Um, and the third reason why I think the Claremont price is wrong here, Claremont have only lost three of their nine away games this season. And all three of those defeats came against sides that are currently in the top six. They lost to Lance away from home. They lost to Lorient. 
and they lost to Marseille. But against sides such as Angers, away from home, Clermont are not losing games. They're either getting a point or they're getting a win. Uh, so I think looking at the factors on both sides, should Clermont be as big as they are? Should they even be underdogs on this game? I don't think they should. I think there's a good chance that uh, Clermont get a point here. Um, as you say, they go into it in in buoyant mood because they beat Rennes, who are a much better side than Angers, uh, in midweek. And all the factors to me, Rob, say that the very best Angers can get here is a draw. Well, if the game ends in a draw with our pick, you get your stakes back. And if Clermont win, you make a profit. So, yeah, I'm very, very confident that the prices here are wrong and that Claremont are the side that you should be uh, mm. supporting. Okay, like that. That's a very compelling and convincing uh, case you put forward there, James, for that one. Uh, let's move on to Toulouse versus Brest, 12th versus uh, 17th. Toulouse had five different scorers in their brilliant 5-0 win against Auxerre on Wednesday, but Auxerre did pepper their goal with 18 shots on the day. Uh, Brest had the 0-0 draw against Lille. Um, and Steve, this is you. Yeah, and my pick for the game is to lose on a minus 0.25 Asian handicap. Bit of a cautious selection here, but the price is still quite good at minus 132. I can't stay away from breast games, can I, at all? Um, they, they always suck me in for whatever reason. And um, But that result did catch my eye for Toulouse against Orzair, 5-0 away. And it just reminded me that this Toulouse team is incredibly good at getting results against teams in the bottom half of the table. They can't lay a glove on anyone in the top six or seven, but put them against these sides in the bottom half and they're excellent. And um, I think it's a good uh, it's a good example, really, of where, where the club is, the state of affairs at the club. There's a much better feeling around Toulouse. I think they're quite desperate to stay up this season. Um, first year back in Liga, they really want to survive. And um, they're getting the job done against the teams in and around them that they're expected to compete against. And I feel it's a good time for them to face Brest um, at home. Toulouse are a good side at home. There's a much better feeling at home now for Toulouse um, at home. The fans are on their side. Confidence is up. They dominate games at home against poorer teams. And Brest, I think, are in a, still in a bit of a, um, a transition phase. The new manager, Eric Waugh, they look better defensively against uh, Lille, but really it's the goalkeeper, I think, that saved them, Bezo, who is an annoying keeper. He frustrates me a lot. If you're on an over in a breast game, you can guarantee that he will intervene, but you can't rely on him all the time. I'd be really surprised if Toulouse lost the game. Mm. So at worst, I think we're getting a half loss on this minus 0.25 Asian handicap. And um, I, I see this being 1-0, 2-0. I don't think Brest are offering enough going forward. I think they're too cautious at the moment now, suddenly. They conceded a lot of goals this season, focusing on defence, but it takes away their offence as well, you see. So I think um, I think Toulouse will find a way. Similar match to them against Ajaxia recently. They dominated that. I didn't expect them to. And um, I think they can control the match. They've got extra quality in the final third. Uh, to lose minus 0.25 Asian handicap at minus 132, I think it's a good pick. Okay, I like that, Steve. Okay, uh, two more to go, uh, one game each. Uh, James, Leon versus Strasbourg. Leon with that goalless draw uh, against Nantes in the week of Strasbourg. Well, they played out that 2 2 draw with uh, second place Lons, a credible result. They were winning after 16 minutes uh, before Lois Appender's equaliser. Uh, what has um, what's caught your eye here? Yes, I'm back in Strasbourg here, Rob, on the Asian handicap with a plus one goal start, which is available at minus 115. 
So if Strasbourg win the game or draw the game, you make a profit. And if they lose by a single goal, you get your stakes back. So the only way you're losing with this pick is if Leon push on and win by two or more goals. Mm. I want to talk a little bit about Laurent Blanc here, the Leon manager. And um, this pick is a vote of no confidence in him, actually. Uh, he came in as a Leon manager mid-season. The brief was to improve the side, both in terms of the quality of the football and results compared to how they'd done under Peter Boss, the last manager. Um, eight games into his reign now, Laurent Blanc, and he's actually got a worse points per game record this season than, than Leon had under Peter Boss. And there's not a single element, I would say, of Leon's play that has improved under Laurent Blanc, who still doesn't know his best team, still doesn't know his best tactics, um, has complained uh, more than I think is justifiable about the quality of the squad underneath him. I don't think his rhetoric is helping particularly. So I've been unimpressed by Leon actually since Blanc took over, who's a big name, but hasn't managed at this level for a long, long he's, time. He hasn't and... coached much. I mean, 2016, he left PSG and he's been in Qatar for a couple of years and that's it, isn't it? Since, yeah. Really? And I have to say, other than doing well at PSG where he had enormous resources, you know, he hadn't done well since uh, Bordeaux 2009. He won the league, then sort of went off the boil there. So... I think there's question marks anyway against Laurent Blanc as a top, top class coach. And it's a tough job, Leon, to be fair to him. He's come in mid-season with a squad that's a little bit unbalanced. But the nil-nil draw against Nantes midweek was really disappointing because that's the sort of game on paper that a Leon side should be pushing on and winning. And, and they didn't. And they didn't play particularly well either. So I think going into this game at home, uh, Leon under a lot of pressure. Uh, the fans put out a statement last week saying if it carries on much longer, they'll be uh, targeting people with their protests. So I think there's going to be some tension in the camp going into the game. And Strasbourg changed their manager last week. They sacked uh, Julian Stefan, um, brought in his assistant as the interim, who apparently is very popular with the players. Uh, they like him a lot, even though he's inexperienced as a manager. And we saw some positive impacts of that change in the game against Lons in midweek when they drew 2-2. And play pretty well. So I think Strasbourg go into this game in, in a positive frame of mind and, and Leon go into the game under a lot of pressure. So I think the chances of Leon actually winning it, which they might do, are slim. And I think the chances of them winning it by two goals are even slimmer than that. So I'm happy to back Strasbourg here, Rob. It's about the mood in the two camps and it's about the change of mood at Strasbourg in particular going into this game. Um, that pick again is Strasbourg plus one on the Asian handicap, away at Lyon, and it's available at minus 115. Okay, final pick for you, Steve. Rams versus Nice. So mid-table it hurts. <laughs> 11th versus 10th, but Nice with that massive win, uh, of course, going into this game. Ross Barkley and Nicola Pepe with uh, a couple of goals each in that 6-1 uh, victory over Montpellier. Um, what have you got? Yeah, I'm going against the mighty Didier Degas after his fantastic uh, <laughs> debut um, in, in in the dugout. Rams draw no bet for me, Rob, here. Minus 122. I am sticking faithful with the mighty Will Still, who uh, is still yet to lose a game uh, in charge of Rams. They're actually unbeaten in 10 games now. I just think it looks a big price. And um, I think you've you got to say that Nice were brilliant in midweek, but Montpellier have the worst XGA in the league. That's a shocking defence. So it's not really like they've beaten up too much. Um, I mean, fair play. He's got Nicola Pepe scoring two goals, which is a miracle in itself, isn't it? So, uh, but one swallow, we have a saying over here, one swallow doesn't make a summer, does it? So, um, yeah, this is interesting how they, if they kick on from this, then fair play. 
but I could see this being a bit after the Lord Mayor's show. And uh, Will Still is a very good tactician. He's going to have a game plan for uh, Nice in their last home game against uh, Rams. Uh, sorry, Wren. He was brilliant how he just counteracted the threat that Wren had, exposed their weaknesses. And I'm a firm believer in this manager. So I, I, I have a full faith in Will Still to at least get a point out of this game. So a draw, no bet, handicap effectively. It's the same as a zero Asian handicap at uh, minus 122 here. It's a little bit dangerous because Nice obviously did have that great win. And yeah, it's unknown it's a bit, isn't it, when someone else yeah, is in the dark. If it backfires on me, then fair play. Fair play to Nice. But I, I feel like the price is really good on the Rams side. are unbeaten in 10 games. They've got a great manager. They're an underrated team, strong at home. So I'm willing to um, to give this one a go. Okay. Steve, James, great work. That's all we have time for on the Betting Weekly Extra Time League Our Show, brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. A reminder, the boys are 12.89 points up uh, for the season. And if you want more from them and all the experts on the network, it's at Because We Win on Twitter. Um, all the prices are available at the Bet Rivers website. And we'll be back for the next round of action in Liga. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.